We give God all the glory. Thank you, Jesus. I want everybody to say thank you, Jesus. Why? Because it is in him we move, we live, and we have our being. There's nothing we could do without the name of Jesus. Why? Because he is alive. Hallelujah. And he watches over us. We thank God this day, and we give him all the glory. This is Pastor Daniel Yebo, Lightweight Church of God in Christ, Arena of Release and Breakthrough. We are coming to you this hour from the city of Redland, Southern California, United States of America, and also other locations in Ghana that God has used Lightweight Church of God in Christ to birth in the country of Ghana, West Africa, as part of our missionary assignment. The word of the Lord says, go ye into the world. Hallelujah. And through these ministries in Ghana, we are touching the needs of God's people, bringing people to Christ, healing, deliverance. Hallelujah. Pastor Mark Andrews is the head pastor. Kumasi, a Ghana lightweight, Church of God in Christ. We thank God for his life and all that God is doing in his life, his faithfulness to do the work of God. And so if you are looking for these locations in Ghana, if you're watching us, I want you to go to our, our website, lightweightchurch.com, and every information you need will be provided you right there. Hallelujah. Go on there and look at what else we got for you. God bless you. Let us go in prayer. Oh, dear Jesus, we glorify and we bless your holy name. We magnify your name. We praise you, dear Jesus. We honor you, Holy Spirit. Have your way, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, lead and guide us. Holy Spirit, take over this service. We say, have your way, Holy Spirit. For there's nothing we could do without you. Holy Spirit, release healing, deliverance. Save souls from darkness to light unto Christ. Release the breakthrough, the blessing. Deliver the bondage and the captive. Holy Spirit, assign, O oh Lord, the partners to receive from this hour's broadcast. In the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. Holy Spirit, move mightily, incredibly in today's service. Every limitation be broken by the power of the Holy Spirit. We release the fire of the Holy Ghost. Shabarabakabaramaha. Randaramakabaha. To move on our behalf. In the name of Jesus. Glory be to the name of prophesy, decree, I declare in your life. That every mountain facing you has been leveled by the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Today I have a word for us, and it's entitled, The Lord Will Remember You. The Lord will remember you. And we are all familiar with um, Hannah, um, Prophet Samuel's mother. How he was barren, she was barren, excuse me, she was barren, and she sought out the Lord, sought the fish of the Lord, went into fasting. Even when 
Every, he was experiencing humiliation. He turned his cry into fasting and prayers. And God remembered her. And he, she vowed and made a promise that, oh, dear Heavenly Father, if you give me a baby boy, I will give that baby boy back to you. And no razor would touch his hair. She already maintained. She already showed God that if God bless her, she will be able to maintain that blessing. Hallelujah. And so it happened in her life. Let's look at 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 19 to 21. It said, then they rose early in the morning and worshiped before the Lord and returned and came to their house at Ramah. And Elkanah knew Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered her. So it came to pass in the process of time that Hannah conceived and bore a son and called his name Samuel, saying, because I have asked of him from the Lord. Someone means because I have asked of him from the Lord. Now the man Elkanah and all his house went up to offer to the Lord the yearly sacrifice and his vow. Christ's like situations create spiritual grounds for God to remember you and I. This situation you are dealing with, this crisis, this situation of lack, this situation of chaos, confusion, disturbance, disorderliness, these attacks you are experiencing, hallelujah, is creating and will create a spiritual ground for God to remember you. There are believers who walk away from God and his assignment for their lives in the midst of the least slightest opposition. Hallelujah. Anna, the lady we are talking about in scriptures, experienced humiliation from her, 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 her husband had two wives, her and another wife, another wife. And that lady humiliated her because her womb was locked. Have you seek the face of the Lord? Concerning the reason for your problem, for your situation. Have you seek any revelation concerning what you are experiencing going through? Could it be that the Lord has allowed a trial, a tribulation that will build you, that will develop you, that will mold and shape you, level you, and release you into a place of breakthrough, a place of healing, a place of deliverance, a place of abundance, a place of peace, a place where curses are broken over your life, a place where you experience the magnificence of the Lord, the anointing of God, the oil, Shabbat being poured in your life to take you to another level, the next level. Hallelujah. Or could it be God has allowed it to hold you for a minute because maybe you might be going ahead of God 
You might be going ahead of God, but God wants you to work with his appointed time so that all things will work out good for you. Glory be to the name of the Lord. So first, so let's look at first Samuel chapter 1, verse 4 to 7. It says, and whenever the time came for Arkanah to make an offering, he will give portions to Penina, that's the other wife, and to all her sons and daughters. But to Hannah, he will give a double portion. Why was he giving a double portion? To appease her of the humiliation, of, 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 of the barrenness, of the, of, 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 of the unhappiness she was experiencing. If even human could reward us for our trouble, how much more almighty God? A double portion for your trouble. I prophesy a double portion for your trouble. For the one Lord said, for he loved Hannah, although the Lord had closed her womb, and her rival also provoked her severely to make her miserable, because the Lord had closed her womb. So it was year by year when she went up to the house of the Lord, to the house of the Lord, to the house of the Lord, and offered sacrifice, Shabala Makaba, to the house of the Lord, yeah, but went up to the house of the Lord that she provoked her, therefore she wept and did not eat. She wept and did not eat. This time, she wept and did not eat. Shrita said this year went on year after year. Even as they went to Shiloh is where the temple of God was, where it was like they attended church service every, every Sunday communion. Hallelujah. And having communion and offering their sacrifices unto the Lord. Glory be to the name of the Lord. So the temple of God was located in Shiloh. And so the man Akana traveled miles upon miles so he, his family and him can give God, can, can give to God and worship God. I believe he kept sacrificing every year. When he went, he experienced results. So he went back again to give thanks to God for blessing him, to give thanks to God once again. <clears throat> for protection for everything God has done in his life and his family. We should gain the understanding that God requires our sacrifice to have a meaning spiritual. Our sacrifices to God should have a meaning spiritual. Our sacrifice becomes our worship to God depending on our intent and motives. Our sacrifice to God becomes meaningfully spiritually and a worship depending on what our intents and our motives. John chapter 4, verse 24, it says, For God is a spirit, 
He who worship him must worship him what? In spirit and in truth. <clears throat> Some sacrifice because they think <coughs> they can, excuse me, they can twist the arms of God to do what they want. Hallelujah. And when the outcome do not go their way, they stop. Many believers stop giving offering to God. Stop sacrificing. Because sacrifice means it has to cost you something. Hallelujah. Supporting the word of God. Supporting the house of God. Supporting by the direction that the Holy Spirit gives. To give. Hallelujah. Sacrifice means giving. Giving your time. Giving your energy. Giving your knowledge, giving your talent, giving your gift, giving your money. Hallelujah. Helping those that God will lead you to, to help. Beloved, our worship to God should be, should be a means of offering thanksgiving to God. Our offering and our worship to God should be a means of thanksgiving to God. So your sacrifices that is being presented as worship should be a means of offering thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Whatever you are giving as your sacrifice to worship God, you should have the understanding that you are thanking God. You are using it as a means to thank God for his grace and his mercies. Because without him, you couldn't have done it. Without him, you would have been alive. Without him, you would have been where you are. Without him, you might not be alive. Hallelujah. So all the blessings, all the provision, all the supply, all the breakthrough, all the protection, deliverance, healing, we give him thanks for his grace and his mercy. When God is offered the right sacrifice as worship to God, he responds. When he's given the right sacrifice as a worship, he what? Responds. Let's go to Exodus chapter 29, verse 18. Exodus chapter 29, verse 18. Hallelujah. God is good and his message endureth forever hallelujah and we are to come to that understanding to come to that place of knowing that his message endures forever in your situation in your assignment in your purpose in your plans because he giveth he giveth god is a giver he first gave let's look at exodus chapter 29 verse 18 and you shall burn the whole ram on the altar. It is a burnt offering to the Lord. So the ram was being offered as a sacrifice on the altar. And it was for an offering to the Lord. It is a sweet aroma, an offering made by fire to the Lord. It is a, a sacrifice that is being presented as a worship and it is acceptable 
unto God. And God responds, hallelujah. And, and, and if the offering is acceptable, it is like a sweet aroma in the nostrils of God. Let's look at Genesis chapter 8, verse 20 to 22. Genesis chapter 8, verse 20 to 22. Glory, hallelujah. It says, Genesis verse 20. It said, Then Noah built an altar to the Lord and took up every clean animal and of every clean bed and offered burnt offerings unto the Lord. And the Lord smelled Shabbakabaha, a soothing aroma. Then the Lord said in his heart, I will never again curse the ground for man's sake. Although the imagination of man's heart is evil from his youth, nor will I again destroy every living thing as I have done. 22 says, Why? This is the response of the sacrifice, Shabbakaba, that was offered to God as an offering. Offered to God as a worship, excuse me. This was the offering sacrifice. That was offered to God as worship. And when it was acceptable to God by Noah, God what? Responded. God reacted. And let's look at the reaction of God. While the earth remains, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. You keep going. Shall not what? Cease. Shall not see. Have we not been experiencing all these that the scripture talks about from one man's offering of sacrifice as a worship unto God? Why did Noah offer this sacrifice as a worship? Say thank you to God because God kept him and his family, hallelujah, from destruction, from the floods. God had kept them. And so to go ahead and so to even do anything, <clears throat> we are the past. And say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. But can you do something, not just your lips? Can you do something else? Can you go a step further? Can you offer something that will cost you? <clears throat> Hallelujah. That will cost you. That you will feel. Most people give an offering to God, but they give the scraps. When you request for offering to support the work of God, many give scraps. Many give what they do not need. Many give what they do not want. They offer that to God. But when you give your best sacrifice as worship unto God, God accepts it and he what? Responds. He responds. Glory, hallelujah. Let's look at first Samuel chapter. Uh, um, let's look at them. Um, Hebrews chapter 13, verse 16. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 16. It said, But do not forget to do good and to share. For we set sacrifices. God is well pleased. Do not be, do not what? Forget to what? Do good and to share. For we say sacrifices, God is well pleased. And if God is well pleased, what do you think will happen? He will respond. 
and bless you. Do not be deceived. Galatians says, whatever a man what soweth, that shall he what also reap. That is the spiritual principle. Do not what be deceived. Whatever a man soweth, that shall he also what reap. So if you plant seeds of confusion, of chaos, killing, stealing, destruction, every seed you plant, that is the fruits of it, you're going to what? Harvest. First, Samuel, First Peter 2, 5. First Peter chapter 2, verse 5. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 5. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 5. Whatever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Let's look at 1 Samuel chapter 1, verse 3. It said, this man went up from his city yearly. Okay, 1 Peter chapter 2, 5. He said, you also, as living stones, are being built up a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. You also, as living stones, are being built up as a spiritual house, a holy priesthood, to offer up what? Spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. First Peter chapter, first Samuel chapter one, verse three, is that this man went up from his city every year to worship and sacrifice to the Lord of hosts. In Shiloh, also the two sons of Eli, Hopni and Pinehas, the priests of the Lord, were there. I wonder why this verse included these two sons of, of, of uh, uh, the priest Eli, Hopni and Phinehas. Their character had nothing, nothing to write about. Why were they mentioned? These two priests had a bad reputation to the extent of sleeping with women behind the pulpit and taking the sacrifices meant for God's people. So instead of taking the sacrifices and offering it unto God, they took the sacrifices for, from the worshipers and kept some for themselves. Stealing, and so, which means sometimes your sacrifice might not end up and being offered to God. But just because we have bad priests, just because we have imitators of, 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 of people putting in place where they are not supposed to, and all their purposes to, 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 to get and take instead of offering to God, do not stop us from offering our sacrifices because we're doing our due spiritual due diligence. And when it's time to stop God's spirit, who is not interested in waste, would direct us. Hallelujah. If only we are doing it in the name of Jesus. If we are offering the sacrifice, in the name of Jesus. 
if you're offering a sacrifice by the leading of the Holy Spirit. Glory be to the name of the Lord. But all this did not discourage the man Elkanah from traveling year after year after year after year to offer sacrifices as a means of worship to the Lord. Let us say, payday is coming. Let us all say, payday is coming. Those of us that have been faithful, those of us that have been consistent in our giving to support the word of God, in our giving in any form or shape, I came back to declare to you that payday, seed time and harvest, seed time and harvest, payday is coming. Beloved, God allowed Hannah to go through barrenness because provision had already been made. She was connected to a place of sacrifice because he, she went and her husband also gave her something to offer sacrifice. And this place of sacrifice was pregnant with a baby that God was going to use. This place of sacrifice was pregnant, already pregnant in the realms of the spirit with a baby. So she went through all that she went through because God was taking her through the process that at the breaking point, she was going to receive revelation. She was going to speak. She was going to declare. She was going to prophesy over her life. Step into the realms of the spirit and receive what God has already ordained, what God has already provided. Beloved, this child caused a change in lineage because, you know, the priesthood was a lineage inheritance. It was a lineage inheritance, which means Elkanah and his family spiritually were not in that lineage or naturally they were not in that lineage but because of faithfulness and consistency in offering sacrifice genuinely thanking god for his grace and his mercy the lineage of priesthood was what changed that they became part of it glory hallelujah your your situation is going to cause a change in lineage a change in lineage to connect you to connect you to a lineage of provision and supply to connect you to a network where there is no lack to direct you to a network to receive your breakthrough to receive your healing to receive your deliverance to receive what god has spoken into your life that is hanging on in the realms of the spirit. Beloved, this all would not have occurred if it wasn't of the importance of offering sacrifice unto God and never giving up. Anytime the man Hakana, when he took his family with him, the change in lineage gave birth to what? The greatest, one of the greatest prophets of Israel, 
one of the greatest prophets of Israel came out of one sacrifice, came out of consistency, came out of faithfulness, of offering sacrifice as a means of worship. To say, thank you, Lord, for all that you have done and for what you're doing now and what you are going to do. I worship you, for you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I worship you, for you are the great I am. I worship you, for you are the beginning and the end. I worship you, for you are the creator of the heavenlies and the earth. God, omnipotent, omnipotent, and omnipresent. Glory, hallelujah. I quite remember one of my greatest sacrifices that I believe switched me and, 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 and really aligned me uh, with, the, with the purpose, plans, and the assignment of God was sacrifices in a, 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 a ministry that I, 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 was, I, 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 I grew up in. I mean, I was in this ministry for at least 10 years, so it shaped my, my spiritual understanding. When as a young man, I was going about partying. Fridays was my time. I was at the jazz club, church hall. Love me some jazz club. Every Friday night, I was up in there, churching, enjoying myself. There come the pastor of the church. Oh, God about to mess up things. God is about to stir someone's uh, water. Hallelujah. God is about to stir. God is about to do something drastic to move you around, to align you into your spiritual place, your purpose, plans, and calling. <laughs> Hallelujah. And so, one, you know, I was, I was, you know, passionate about the things of God, but I love to serve and I love to not be, you know, like at the forefront or, you know, you know, like being a leader or anything like that. You know, I just love to serve. That's all I knew. I'll go in there and serve and go my way. So the prayer mantle is coming on you. I'm calling you as a leader to lead the prayer tower. What? I was part of the prayer team. I was there when I have to be there. I was there most especially Sunday mornings when the prayer team met. Or maybe I'll go and lead a prayer when the prayer leader was not there. But I never could imagine I was going to be called to be the prayer leader. Hallelujah. So I have to accept that mantle. But that mantle came with a sacrifice. No more Friday judge. You heard? No more Friday judge. Hallelujah. And I believe that sacrifice led me to where I am now. It planted the seed of prayer, intercessory prayer, warfare prayer in my heart. Hallelujah. Leading me to become a, 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 a pastor and, and, and a prophet. Hallelujah. As I speak into your life right now, started with intercessory prayer. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Amen and amen. Beloved, we'll bring this service to a conclusion. And I lift you up into the hands of the Lord. I pray that God will give you 
a heart of sacrifice. God will give you a heart of sacrifice. God, really, the, excuse me, the grace that will plant a heart of sacrifice into your spirit. Because many a time when you call for offering, when the spirit of the Lord is nudging your heart to go and share, to go and give, to uh, uh, seize uh, 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 funds that have been raised in the church, or even uh, I shall be calling you to give, instead of you to follow that good voice, we always will go to the wrong voice. We will say, don't give, don't give, don't give, don't give. These pastors, you know, they're after money. They all they want is your money. But when you go to the grocery store, when you go to the market, you don't say the market women or anything you're trying to purchase to satisfy a need. You don't say whatever you are buying and paying money for, all they want is your money. But when it comes to the things of God, because there's another voice that is preventing you to experience your breakthrough, your deliverance, and your healing by offering sacrifices to God as a means of your worship, as a means of your worship, as a means of your worship. I pray that the grace of God release the spirit of sacrifice into your heart, that your ears will be open into the realms of the spirit that your heart will be open into the realms of the spirit to leave what the spirit says when it comes to sacrifice, to do what the spirit is asking you to do when it comes to sacrifice. God bless and magnify his holy name. I thank God for your life in the name of Jesus. Remember, the word says, as long as the earth remains, from one man's sacrifice, Noah, seed time and harvest shall never stop until it comes to the end. But I have a question for you this hour. Do you know Jesus? You know, you might have different answers to this question. Do you know who Jesus is? Have you heard of the name Jesus? And what have you done with that name? Well, we have two groups of people. A group never heard about the name Jesus. Maybe this broadcast will be reaching you. Maybe by the leading and the guardian of the Holy Spirit, you might bump into this broadcast and you might wonder who Jesus is because that might be the first time you are hearing the name Jesus. Some have heard it a couple times, but they never took any action. So I'm speaking to two groups of people. The second group are believers that have abandoned their worship because of COVID. If you look at churches now, pews are empty. Most churches' pews are empty because people have walked away and have not returned. But maybe you have run into this uh, broadcast as you flip through, you know, from one, one, one uh, watching staff, I'm talking to you. You could also dedicate your life back to Christ and start the new step of faith, developing your salvation back. 
Beloved, the word of the Lord says, for it is appointed for man to die, and there is judgment after death. So the end of death is not silence. It's another journey. After death is another spiritual journey. And it's leading you to either heaven or hellfire. But Jesus is the answer to the world. Hallelujah. He said, I come that ye may have life and have a what? Abundance. Satan, the enemy, still kills and destroys. But I have come that ye may have life and have in an abundance. Life refers to here on earth, living a good life. Your needs are met. Even if you are not a millionaire, you are living comfortable. And living life eternal with Christ, with the Lord, with Jesus, and with the Father in heaven. Hallelujah. If, if you are in the, in, in, in the midst of these two groups, I want you to pray this prayer after me. Dear Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins. Thank you for forgiving me of my sins. I believe that you are the son of God. I invite you into my heart to be my Lord and personal savior. And I'll serve you, dear Jesus, for the rest of my life. I declare you saved if you said this prayer after me. Believing, you already believe in it. It says, for by grace are you saved through faith. Ephesians 2, 8, for by grace are you saved through faith. And faith here means trusting and believing in this prayer you just said, that God, by his grace, has saved you, has given you another chance to life, another chance to live for Christ. Hallelujah. And angels in the heavenlies are rejoicing for your soul. For the word of the Lord says, for when one soul is saved on earth, a multitude of angels are rejoicing for your soul. Beloved, this is a covenant prayer. If you walk in Christ, if you seek the help of the Holy Spirit to lead and guide you, to give you the grace, the empowerment to live for Christ, God says, I will also do my share. You do your share living for Christ. And I'll do my share giving you life in abundance. Life here on earth and life eternity. God bless you. I want you to serve us an send us an email that you were saved. Our information is on the screen. If you want to send us an email, you could send it to lightweightchurches at gmail.com. Look on your screen. Look on your screen. Every information is on there to contact Lightweight Church. Hallelujah. Lightweightchurches at gmail.com. Send us an email that you said the salvation prayer and you are saved. And if you want any materials to help you work with Jesus, we will do that. We also open the doors of Lightweight Church of God in Christ online. We are opening the doors online that you 
my be a partner of lightweight church that you support lightweight church with your sacrificial giving and offering in any direction that God nudges on your heart to support lightweight church. Remember, as I said, we are on the missionary field. We are touching the needs of the needy, the poor. We are in the neighborhoods here in the United States and also in Ghana International, West Africa. Hallelujah. If you partner with us with your sacrificial giving, financial giving, financial contribution, as we go, you go with us. Even though you might not go physically, but you are going with us in spirit. And every blessing ordained for that purpose, plan, and assignment in the heart of God. You shall reap the harvest. You shall reap the harvest. You shall reap the harvest. You shall reap the harvest coming from your season of sacrifice. Glory be to the name of the Lord. We're blessed in Him. We are uh, soliciting for your financial contribution as sacrifice. As I preach about this message, this is the time to exercise your faith. And the word of the Lord said, do this to test me. Do it that, if you don't even believe, do it to test me. This God saying, if I will not open the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing into your life in every area of your life, meet you at the point of your need, spiritual and physical. I want you to say a little prayer in your heart. Shiga, say, dear Heavenly Father, how much should I how much should I give financially to support Lightweight Church of God in Christ this hour? As I watch this broadcast, as I watch this service, pray. Let the Holy Spirit lead you because this is a church whose foundation is born on the Word of God and by the Spirit of God. So that same Spirit here will align with your spirit and speak to your heart. Because what you are, if the spirit gives you what to give, then the spirit knows what kind of harvest is coming your way. God bless you for your sacrificial giving. We also have a gift for you as you give. That you go to our website, lightweightchurch.com. There's a book I've written, Claiming Victory Over Your Giants. And you could download that book for free. And it's going to shift and catapult your spiritual work with God. Hallelujah. And bring in the breakthrough. God bless you. And God be with you. We also have prayer during the week. Um, Jesus said, my father's house shall be a house of prayer. My father's house shall be a house of prayer. Hallelujah. When prayer goes up, there was a lot in Matthew chapter 16, I believe. It says, Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatever you're losing on earth shall be losing in heaven. Which means your prayer causes you to step into the realms of the spirit where God is. So that you, what you say from in prayer, the heavens will respond in the realms of the spirit. So prayer is Monday, Tuesday, Friday. Day and uh, Thursday and Friday 
and the prayer line. If you want to be part of the prayer line, look, if you're not in a California time zone, wherever time zone, international or around United States, you want to be part of this prayer line, Google, that's what your phone is for. And it's going to give you the actual time, California, 9 a.m. Pacific time. So you want to find out what time, California time, 9 a.m. is your time. So maybe the California, California, excuse me, California time, 9 a.m. could probably be 6 p.m. or 10 p.m. your time zone. So then you know what time to come on the prayer line. And the number to call is 515-603-5632. 515-603-5632. Spray up Monday, Tuesday, Thursdays, and Fridays. When this we are in the sanctuary. We have a sanctuary. In no time, we shall be in the sanctuary, giving time to God, worshiping time. But we are working behind the scene to restore and bring our sanctuary to the level that it needs to be. God be with you and God bless you. We'll meet again next Sunday. Hallelujah. Next Sunday. Amen.